This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing word of God. Mighty praise unto the living God. We have a God who never fails. And we are grateful that it's our God. God bless me, be seated. Hallelujah. We are all welcome once again in Jesus' name. You can sense without any doubt that God has been mighty in our midst. And uh, it's been a wonderful Sunday so far. And I'm sure it will get better as we go on in Jesus' name. We are about to listen to the word of admonition. God has been gracious to us that we have in the house. Uh, that's my personal description of him. He's a brother. We have been together for so many years now, about 20 years or more. And um, from that group, from what we used to call RCCG Tottenham, which is now Living Spring Center, had come out many people that God has scattered all over the nation, and even the world, and God has been gracious unto us. And one of those products, you know, that particular time spent together in London, is here today with his family. He's um, a pharmacist, a professor, actually, you know, look it. <laughs> He's visiting a, as a lecturer to Cambridge and a few other universities down south there. He's based in Colchester. Colchester is based in Harish, lives in Harwich. How many of you know that here, except for uh, yeah, I've heard of Elder Ron, you know. Colchester is the oldest city in the United Kingdom. It's one of the first that the Roman conquered when they came in. Am I right? Correct me. Once we have, just keep over it. You know, just say. Uh, but he lives in Harwich, which is just a few miles away. Harwich is a coastal town. And there are pastors, a very vibrant church, um, primarily Caucasian, majority church that he passed us over there and he's here with his wife um, we call his wife cheese yeah exactly and she's always smiling she's she's a lovely lovely woman I the few hours they have where in that but then um, I give you permission and she has allowed you to just say hello to her and you will be infected with that broad loving smile She's a woman of God. His heart is really full of drained and pleasing the Lord, her Savior. So it gives me exceedingly great pleasure to welcome to the pulpit to minister to us, Dr. Owekumo Eradiri. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. morning. I bring you greetings from Kingsway Community Church in Harwich. Um, it's a privilege to stand before you, and I do not take it for granted. Um, I come as a son. Um, he calls me brother, but I come as a son. Um, when we were looking for who to get married to, 
we said to him, Uncle, what do you think? And he said, sure. When we were looking to have children, we said to him, not exactly in the same way, but he said, sure. And when our children were born, they came to see us in the hospital. And when we got home, um, Auntie came and gave our child and my wife a bath. And she came at a time when we were going through incredible challenges. I was a PhD student in London and um, she came in and, and she came to our bedroom and she said, where is your bed? And we didn't have a bed because I was renting a property out and they said they wanted it furnished. So I had to give them my bed that day and my child was born that morning and we came home together and we didn't have a bed. So auntie and uncle took it upon themselves to make sure that we were comfortable. Uh, 19 years have passed and every phase of our lives have been shaped by their hands. And they have been our role models. They have been our mentors, they have been our counselors, they have been our parents in this country. And to come here today and to see what God has done for them and through them, I'm amazed and I'm grateful to God. I'd like to encourage you, we have come 600 miles to hear them. You guys see them every day. Don't take it for granted. Why well, can vouch on the grace of God upon my life that these are authentic Christians. These are worthy parents. These are people whose words you can hang on to for life and you will not go astray. This heaven we are talking about, we will get there in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when they are counting the generals for God, these ones will not be missed out. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But God is good. As we're coming up, I was saying, Lord, you're sending us to Scotland. Is there a word? And just on the news, um, they said the oil revenues from Scotland dropped by 97% in the last year. And I said, how are the people here coping? How will they survive? And particularly Aberdeen, because this is the oil capital. So I said, Lord, what would you have me share with the people today? And I felt he wanted us to bring a message of hope. A message of hope. Is it okay to sing? Oh, Lord, you are beautiful. Your face is all I see. And when your eyes are on this child, your grace 
worship the Lord. upon me today like never before pour out your grace upon me lord let your grace destroy yokes here today lord let your grace bring blessing lord let your grace bring acceleration let your grace bring transformation let your grace speed us up oh god let your grace bring restoration let your grace abound to us lord jesus our cry is for your grace when we have your grace we have it all Father, let your grace abound to us today. Let your grace abound to us today, Lord. All we ask for, all we need indeed is your grace, Lord. Let your grace help us today. Let your grace help me today, Lord. Let your grace, let your grace help us today, Lord. Great God awesome father faithful friend eternal God almighty most blessed most blessed most glorious the ancient of days almighty Most blessed, most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days. 
I know that in one second you can transform lives. It's not the length of the preaching. Most blessed Lord, let your hand be upon each one. I command the blessing of God upon you now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every delay, every denial, every defeat you've suffered be blotted out in the name of Jesus. You will go from strength to strength. Till we appear in Zion, you will go from strength to strength. God will give you victory on every side in the name of Jesus. Most high God, please open the windows of heaven. We started off singing this morning and Lord, I'm asking the same grace that where people are hungry and thirsty for you, that they will be filled. Everyone that has come here with one need, I ask, O oh God, that no one will go back the same way they came in the name of Jesus. Bless us richly indeed. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Hope. H O P. Um, because I'm coming to my father's house, it's like when you're coming to visit your parents and then they gather all their friends together and, and say, come and speak to them. What would you say to them? I know you've, you've heard it all. So I'm only going to try to remind you of what I trust um, uncle has already said to you. In the midst of the challenges that we will face, and in the challenges that we are facing today, God gives hope. Hope is a firm anticipation or a confident expectation of a better outcome. Hebrews 11.1 1 says that faith is confidence of things we hope for. The evidence of things unseen. Everything that we see is subject to change. There was a time when someone said to me, everyone is leaving Aberdeen. There was a time when Aberdeen was a very prosperous place. But Aberdeen will be restored in the name of Jesus. The oil price will go up again. The businesses will flourish in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But what happens in the interim? We are going through stuff. Real stuff. But my assurance is Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28. And you can read that to 32. It says, God will cause all things to work together for good to those who love God. So my first letter, H, if we want to overcome in the midst of challenges, remember, H, hold firmly to God. Hold firmly 
to God. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14. God says, I know the plans that I have for you. So we do not know the plans. None of us knows the future. Only God knows the plans he has for us. So the best person to speak to in the midst of challenges is who? God. I know the thoughts. And the thoughts God has for us are good thoughts. If you read verse 12, do we read together? Let's read to verse 14. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. 13. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. 14. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. That's God's promise. And God is not a man that he should lie. The greatest blessing you need, really, the greatest equipment for success you need, is the presence of God. Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, It is God who gives you power to make wealth. So whatever stuff you are going through, remember to stay faithful to him. And one of the ways that God expects us to be faithful is with our tithe. I, I presume you pay tithe. Yes? Yes? Yes, okay. I say that because when we are facing financial challenges, one of the first things people stop doing is to withhold their tithe. I've been on both sides of the fence. (laughs) I was thanking God for my wife again. There was a time when, in this country, I was just finishing off my PhD, and I didn't have the money to pay my bus fare from North London to King's Cross. And so my wife, graciously, as wives do, searched behind all the um, sofas and all the corners and brought all the copper coins and assembled one pound. It was one pound we needed at the time. And when I carried this money very gently to the bus stop and I presented it to the bus driver, he looked at me and said, they only accept 10 coins in coppers. I said, look, that's all I've got. But God took me through that phase, took me to school, finished my PhD, handed it in the next day, and today I can look back and smile. I have been through stuff where you attempted to withhold your tithe. Where you withhold your tithe and you get accursed. Nine pounds with God's blessing will go further than 10 pounds with his curse. I beg you, pay your tithe. Because it's an expression of your allegiance to God. Don't withhold it. Your offerings, don't withhold them. Hold firmly to God. Hold firmly to his principles. Proverbs 10, verse 22. Proverbs 10, 22 says, The blessing of the Lord that makes rich. And he adds no sorrow. May God bless you in Jesus' name.
H, hold firmly to God. O, remember that opportunities open up in crisis. Opportunities open up in crisis. Every challenge presents a blessing. In the midst of darkness, in the midst of scarcity, in the midst of want, there is an opportunity. People are saying, well, there's no money, but some people are making money in the midst of this stuff. And I pray that you'll be one of them. It says, the people that sat in darkness have seen a great light. Don't pray against hardships. Pray for God to give you ideas. Say to him, Lord, open my eyes that I may see. The solution to darkness is light. Enlightenment, an idea, creative ideas. Let's not be looking for jobs. Let's look for ideas. Create wealth-generating ideas that will transform society, and people will come looking for you. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. It says, God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able to bear, but will with each temptation provide a means of escape? In every stressful situation, there is a solution. Don't cut your prayer time. Actually, spend more time with God in prayer. Because as you are going through stuff, Lord, how do I deal with this situation? He just gives you a clue. You apply that principle. Success is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Just that one idea God gives you and you will fly. In the midst of the crisis, don't complain about the crisis. Just say, Lord, show me how to deal with this stuff. And that could apply to family. It could apply to finances, your career. Show me how to deal with this crisis. So hold firmly to God. Remember, opportunities open up in crisis. P, prepare for a positive outcome. Prepare for a positive outcome. Uh, We read the story of Genesis, of Isaac in Genesis 26, 12 to 14. Genesis 26, 12 to 14. It says that Isaac sowed in the land of famine. And he reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Your turn. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. But he sold. There is going to be a turnaround, and it will be at a time when, (laughs) if you don't prepare for it, you will miss it when it comes. Take this time to study. Take stock of your own self. Take stock of your your finances. Take stock of of the stuff you have to do. You might need to recalibrate a bit. Uh, You might need to downsize a bit. Uh, You might need to shift things around a bit. But you will come out tops in the name of Jesus. But one of the steps that I think we should remember to take is the step of generosity. Don't stop helping people because you are going through stuff. At the time auntie and uncle were helping us, it wasn't because they had everything. (laughs) They may have told you, but we've been through stuff. 
But in the midst of their own sacrifices, they were generous to us. God always remembers your sacrificial giving. Never feel that what you have is too small for me. Remember the story of Elijah and the widow? Give me something to eat. The woman said, I've just got enough for my son and I. When we're finished, we're gone. Say, no, give me first. In the midst of the challenges, honor God and look for ways to bless your fellow human beings. As long as you remain selfish and self-centered, God will not send to you what he cannot send through you. It is only the channels that are blessed. If you shut down from being a channel, you will explode. Uh, Dead lakes stink. But if you say to him, Lord, whatever you send to me, I will bless. I will bless. I will bless. You will not be found wanting in the name of Jesus. So hold firmly to God. Opportunities open up in crisis. Prepare for a positive outcome. Where are the young people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aha. I like that. Is it Isaiah 65, Isaiah 65 verse 20 says that a child, if you're less than 100, you're a child. Um, so in the New Testament, if you're less than 100, you're a child. When God begins to prepare you, he will give you visions. Write that vision down. I told you, we look up to Uncle and Auntie, and when we go to their house, I'll say, look, Lord, give me a wife like this. You know, the Bible says, covet's the best gifts, yes? <laughs> give me a wife like this. Give me a home like this. Give me. And as I look at my life, all the stuff they've gone through, we have also gone through. One of the, the interesting ones, we, we had two girls and a son. And so we're, we're praising God. And they, they had... Um, Damien and Dami. And then several years later, they now had Dara. And when that happened, we laughed. (laughs) We were really teasing them. Do you know what? We had two daughters and a son. And we thought we were done. Several years later... (laughs) So you see our children here, we've got three in the teenager's class, and then we've got a five-year-old. <laughs> and I was asking God why. I'm going back to my original, my original. I was asking God why. And then he caused me to find a diary I had written when I was 15. And said, by 2011, I would have four children two boys and two girls. Vision is powerful. <laughs> no, God, God gives you the desires of your heart. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. But God honors our faith. When God gives you an idea, write it down. Bring it before him and work towards it. God is a covenant-keeping God. He will not forget your labor of love. He will not forget the sacrifices that you have made. 
But hold firmly to God. Remember to take hold of opportunities. Prepare for a positive outcome. And lastly, expect a change now. There's a gentleman who led the song, the choir. Where's the gentleman who was leading? God bless you, sir. We're in the season of now. Hebrews 4, 4 to 7. Hebrews 4, 4 to 7 says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Don't expect the change tomorrow. God is an I am God. He says, I am that I am. God is ever present. We don't live in tomorrow. Yesterday is gone. Forget yesterday. We're talking about hoping God today. Forget yesterday. Trust God today. He can use you to make a difference now. Now, N-O-W, no opportunity wasted. No obedience wilted. Take steps today. Take steps today. Make today count. Live now. Don't live in yesterday. Former glory. Even your achievements, that was yesterday. That's yesterday's stuff. What are you doing today to become better tomorrow? Don't wait for tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow is a threat to today. Tomorrow inspires fear. What will we eat? What will we drink? How will it happen? How will the children go to school? School starts for us in England next week. How will the children go to school? Don't worry about that. Matthew 6.33 Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every other thing will be added to you. Jesus says, John eleven twenty five to 26, and I finish with that. John eleven twenty five to 26. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. 26 together. Whoever believes and believes in me shall never die. Ask your neighbor, do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe that God can turn your situation around? Do you believe that God can sustain you in the midst of challenges? Do you believe that God can take you from glory to glory? Do you believe that your trust in him will never be in vain? Let's rise to pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Just ask you to open up to him. Just say to him, come, Holy Spirit. And perhaps there's someone here who does not know the Holy Spirit. Would you like to say to him, Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Make me a son of God or a daughter of God. Romans 8.11 says, The power that raised Jesus from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies. For the rest of us, can we lift our hands to him and say, Lord, quicken me today. Let the power that raised Jesus from the dead quicken me today. Let the power that raised Jesus from the dead quicken me today.
What a day. What a day of blessing. Let's give our hearts all over again to the Lord. It's a daily affair. Because we come across stuff every day that can easily harden our hearts. Let's just pray that the Lord himself will fill us anew. He will make us to be constantly sensitive to what he's saying unto us. We've just been told very clearly that there's hope. And our hope shall not be cut off in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We glorify your holy name. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's put our hands together, please, and uh, please be seated briefly. You may be seated very briefly. Praise the Lord. Thank you very um, We, if you probably have known, we call him Broadway, and he's here on Kuwati, and uh, thank you, Sachinaye. Thank you very much. Um, the, the little problem with having those that have known you a long time is that they will either puncture your lies or they will confirm your truth. Have I told you people about that car that we used to ride in London? You know that story very well. Okay. It was one of those on New Year Eve, if I remember yourself, and Rafemi that came, that we pushed that car up and down the street and the car would not start. Eventually, we abandoned it. But what it didn't tell you was that not long after that, I didn't know where he was able to do it. This man bought us a car. It was... So when he was telling you, be generous, it was not... You could say that somewhere else, but I'm a living witness that he is not preaching what he has not lived. That car was so useful. It was about the highest, one of the highest spec cars we've ever, you know, ridden. Beautiful car. It coincided with what time? Eh? When you were pregnant with Dara and she could not press the pedals. And the car was so good that she could lift the steering and everything. I can multiply stories on that. I, we will rise up and pray in a minute. But please, may we have a trail of our dealings with the Lord to share with other people. Uh, because that is, you see, anybody can get concordance and preach. And uh, the re-preaching is when God will remind you of what yeah, he's probably not remembered. I didn't know how he was. The man just came and delivered. And that was the car we brought to Scotland. I remember very clearly. And I know that through the years, you could see that God has never failed him. God has been true to him and his wife and their children. And we can only give all the honor and glory to God. What I didn't tell you also is that as a teacher, did you discover that? Ribet. He's incredible. He's, he's, he's one of the best teachers I've ever known. If I give me any time, Brother Way will be here teaching you comfortably for two hours. And you'll be enthralled. Do you want him to come and do some teaching? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Well, they said they want you to come back. <laughs> and I pray the Lord will make that happen as well. Also, he's one of our best singers. He sang the festival of life before. Am I right? 
You could see, it reminds things. And sometimes, well, you don't introduce people because we discover it yourself. He can't hold himself with you people's anointing and backing. He just said, I can't miss this one. I guess that's what they did. The Lord will increase you, sir. Say amen. And the Lord will make your light never to dim. We didn't come to sing each other's praise. You understand that. But God allowed it that we got good stories to tell. By the special grace, all of us together, including you too, because we are one big group together now, we shall never lack good stories to share in the name of Jesus. Bad times turn to good, the Lord will give us mouth to share them. Very soon, I was once healed, but the Lord healed me. I was once cannot move, but I can move now. I was once called different names, barren, feeble, jobless, whatever. But the Lord has turned my story around, shall be our situation in the name of Jesus. I don't think we should let this one pass without us pray one or two prayers. You agree with me? Please rise up on your feet. Another 10 minutes or so, we will call on the name of the Lord. Powerful word, hope. Hope. And I'm confident in the living God that our hope shall never dim in Jesus' name. As I mentioned to you on Friday, into the early hours of Saturday, we said at every meeting, what are the two prayer points we should have? Number one, and number two, and so we will pray that the Lord will purify each and every one of us more and more. I don't know the world you are living in, whether, unless you are not real. After you have gone out and come back, I can assure you, you usually may have picked a few things from outside. Am I right or wrong? And the reality of the matter is that we must come for cleansing every moment. Those that eventually may make seven are the ones that are never real with themselves. Are you going to be real with yourself this afternoon? Whatever it may be that the enemy has sprinkled upon you, that it might have inadvertently or even knowingly entered into us that ought not to be there. You're going to call on the name of the Lord that he should purge us this afternoon. That he should purge us. He should flush us inside out and we shall be whole again. I say we shall be whole again. When we pray, we try to pray energetically not because we don't know what we are doing, but we know that the flesh can even hinder the spirit from moving. I hope you know that. So it is always right that not only are you saying you are praying internally, your emotion is right to be involved. Jesus Christ prayed and cried. That was emotional prayer. So let your emotion, let your physical body, let your spirit be at you right now. And to help one another, we will take it as a confession and prayer, this first one. And then we pray one or two more. If the Lord still wants us to quickly agree with people in prayer and ministering, healing and deliverance, we will do so. But for now, lift up your voice with him and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says, and sin shall not have dominion over you. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, every contamination, every impurity, every soiling from the pit of hell that may be attached unto me, depart right now. Holy Spirit divine, flush me with the blood of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus, lift up your voices right now. I said, when the Spirit comes, we glorify Jesus. Well, the Holy Spirit does, He applies the power in Christ. And the power of the blood shall avail for you and I right now. Flush me, oh God. Flush me from everything that ought not to be there. Flush me from bitterness. Flush me from anger. Flush me from pride. Flush me from loss. Flush me from lying. Flush me from cheating. Whatever the enemy may have sprinkled in. The Lord said double age. And we started with hope this evening as well, this morning as well. Lord, holiness, purity. That's what we seek for, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will not be contaminated. I will not be contaminated. We are so bad as contamination. We are wrestled free from me right now. And the hand of the Lord shall rest upon us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Our first point is that we shall hold on unto God. So whatever may want to tear you away from God, in the name that's above all names, such pull of the enemy shall be broken. Did you hear my prayer very clearly? Whatever is tugging at our hearts, whatever is tugging at our emotions, even whatever is tugging at our finances and our physical well-being, let the hand of the enemy be broken in the name of Jesus. When a strong man holds a house, it takes a stronger man to come in and dispossess it. The stronger man Jesus is here. And whatever is holding any one of us, the hand of the Lord shall break it in the name of Jesus. So together to help us to pray freely and energetically. And because he said the effectual fervent. Which kind of prayer? Which kind of prayer? So we will pray fervently and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I yield myself unto you. And every grip of Satan over my head over my family, over my marriage, over my finances, be broken right now. Be broken. Be broken. In the name that's above our name. Oh, in those days, men of God, the saints of old in the Old Testament, they lifted and in the New Testament, they lifted their voices and called on the name of the Lord. And in Acts chapter 4, the place where their praise shook, Oh, call on him right now. Oh, you that you are holding my future, holding my ministry, holding my body for break right now. Your hand of the enemy is broken, broken over our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I please plead with you. Call on the name of the Lord. It is broken. It is broken. It is broken. And we are free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Maybe you are in the house and you just want us to agree with you in prayer. There's a particular part of your body that the enemy seems to have touched. I would just, you know, if you want to quickly come forward now, or maybe you have an emotional issue, I won't be able to pray with you in death, but I know the unction is in the house. And as I just touch you in agreement, I'm sure the Lord will perform that which has promised to do in your life. The only thing I ask of you, testify to God. Maybe in the house fellowship, maybe in the small group, or maybe in the main church. Just when the Lord has done it, testify and say, thank you, Jesus, for doing it. Our God is a healing God. I say, our God is a healing God, and he will heal today in the name of Jesus. 
I just want you to stretch your hand forward. I just pray for your brothers and sisters here that the hand of the Lord choir minister in the background. I just quickly make a touch. Ushers, please get ready. Just, just minister powerfully there and let the glory of the Lord come. It's been awesome today, awesome today. As you have ministered before him, bringing on his glory. Hallelujah. Choir, and we're waiting for you. Get on with it, please. Just, just let's pray and bring, bring the glory of the Lord. Santa,
Can you put the slide up, please? So we just do our confessional prayer, and that will be done for this session. Hallelujah. Let's take the second one first, and then we take this finally. Take the second one. The second one. There should be two slides there. Next slide. Is something the same? It's not responding? Okay, you can put the first one. The first one is easier to get. That's all I have to do now. You go to. Good. Hallelujah. You know, when I was bringing this up, I, I knew, you know, this is not. Um, I, I, the, all through today, the Lord just laid this on the heart of the choir to really, you know, minister to us along the line of glory. Uh, that glory that we have started seeing, and we know we see nothing compared to what we shall see. So we're going to confess this together. First, we take it after me, and then we, we can read it together. Can we go? Want to go? I'm a possessor. shall always be upon my Savior, and as I look on him, I shall be changed from glory to glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So you read after me with greater emphasis, in the name of Jesus, I'm a possessor of the glory of God as given to me by Jesus Christ my Savior. The radiance of God's glory drives away sin, sickness, and every form of bondage from my life in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus that in place of shame, I shall receive glory. In place of mourning, I have joy and praise shall replace heaviness of heart in my life. My eyes shall always be upon my Savior. And as I look on him, I shall be changed from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus that in place of shame, I shall receive glory. In place of mourning, I have joy and praise shall replace heaviness of heart in my life. In the name of Jesus, turn that to your prayer for about a minute. Is there? Pray it through. Pick the area that the Lord is using to minister. By His word, you shall be justified. By His word, you shall be justified. Put the word of God in your mouth. There are Bible verses. They are the word of God that we are praying back unto Him. And results and answers must come in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because glory of the Lord is descending upon His church. The glory of the Lord is moving into our community. The glory of the Lord is moving into this city. It's moving onto this region, the northeast of Scotland. Moving onto Scotland and far beyond in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Rock of Ages. Bring your prayer to a close. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And very quickly, let's pray the first one. Quickly, let's pray the first one. I declare in the name of Jesus 
I shall prosper and be in health, even as my soul prospers. I receive the promise of my Lord that I shall not suffer any of the diseases prevalent in the world. My life shall no longer be spent serving illnesses and diseases. I'm a child of covenant and healing is for me and my household. The blood of the Lamb of God is a cover over me and all that are mine. The Holy Spirit of God is the seal over my life. I declare and I decree that no sickness or illness shall trouble me. Why? Because the mark of the Lord Jesus Christ is upon me. I, Chris Gwenle, shall fulfill the number of my days. I shall not die materially. I shall not die before my time physically. I shall not die spiritually. I shall not die emotionally. But I shall live and I shall declare the works of the Lord. This is my prayer. This is my lot in life. And it shall be so in the name of Jesus. If you believe, you say amen. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Father, your word shall come to pass in our lives. We are children of covenant. And the world needs to see. That's why you brought Israel out. So that you may use them as example to the world. Our gathering week in, week out is for one purpose, for heaven. But for the earthly purpose is so that others may know that I say God in Israel. From those in this room today, my father, my father, give everyone a big testimony that we draw souls to you in the name of Jesus. Father, you know all things, but so that they can be in agreement with me and their hearts will be one with mine on this matter, I pray it again. That everyone in this room this afternoon and those listening remotely, whether here in the UK or anywhere in the world, listening unto this online, I pray, Father, give everyone a major miracle in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the purpose is that so that we may tell the world that that which we have heard, that which we have seen, that which we have touched of the word of life, declare we unto you. Father, give us a testimony so that we can be effective witnesses for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when we return, oh God, let there be multiplier events. Let there be a virtual circle. One breakthrough leading to another. One victory leading to another. Oh, Father, I pray one more time so that they can truly be in agreement with me. Lord, I pray from glory to glory we shall move in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we shall all return with our testimony. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you all honor and glory. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Shout hallelujah. Please, let's continue clapping unto the Lord. Let's clap unto the living King. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.